Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome everybody into Gwyn and Chris. I am not Tony, nor am I Chris Ello. They will be joining us later in the show. Chris is traveling to New Mexico for the Aztecs women's basketball game. And Tony is going to be on whenever this game between the Pays and the Royals ends. But never fear. In the meantime, we have the hardest working man in sports entertainment business. And that would be Sammy Lev. Thank you, Sam, for, for being here with us while we're waiting for uh, Tony and Chris to get on the show. I appreciate you, you being here. Oh, my pleasure, Matt Scraby. I, I used it as an excuse, quite frankly, to get out of the complex a little bit early today and, and uh, skip this game, which I have not done yet this spring. So it uh, gave me a, a little bit of a short day, so I am happy to be with you and uh, keeping you company until Chris and Tony arrive. Yes, which uh, I, I actually like you better than them, so maybe we can <laughs> pull some fast ones on them and get them stuck somewhere. But anyway, I'm just trying to take shots because they're not here. But we're going to talk about a lot today. We're going to talk about Joe Musgrove here in a second and his new sweepier slider. We're going to talk about Shohei Otani. We'll talk about Michael King and his interview with Ben and Woods. We have Matt Snyder at 240. And uh, just throughout the show, we'll be talking a lot of Padres spring training. But, Sam, I want to check in with you first. How are you doing? I think it's, what, like two weeks into two or three weeks in? How are you holding up? Yeah, a little bit more than two weeks. I'm holding up pretty well. I will say I, I sort of hit a wall yesterday. I was pretty tired yesterday. and It, it <laughs> felt... Uh, yeah, it felt, uh, I will admit yesterday, and you may have noticed just via the social media feed, uh, it was slower. So I, I kind of took it easy yesterday and did a few interviews and did a few things. But um, yeah, hit a, a little bit of a wall yesterday, but back on the horse today, uh, Ben and Woods have infused me with uh, some good energy. <laughs> They're out here. So uh, yeah, uh, everything's going well. Yeah, a little bit more than two weeks in. We've got uh, about two and a half, three weeks to go. But uh, I, I, and I've said this to many people, I, I really love this time of year. I love being at spring training. I love doing what I do out here the last couple of years. It really is wonderful and a lot of fun and I think so useful 
for our station and the fans and, and all of it. So hit a little bit of a wall yesterday morning. <laughs> I will admit I was tired and I I kind of took it easy yesterday during the game You're and okay, did a few Sam. things. But uh, you know what? But yeah, we're, gets... we're, we're back at it today. Okay, everybody gets a day off. And so you were working through your day off. So, I mean, you need to, like, take a real good 24 hours to get pampered, go wine and dine yourself, and just reset. I think that's what's needed here. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> maybe, uh, he there's says. Not, there's, not, there's not much pampering to be done in Peoria unless you want to uh, – <laughs> go to the Texas Roadhouse and enjoy a nice steak and uh, mashed potatoes. But um, sounds yeah, like you've done uh, that. It's all sounds good. like you've done that. Uh, I actually, I've not been to Texas Roadhouse oh. because it it gets really busy. I try to avoid the chains on Bell and Eighty Third. So try to venture out a little Listen bit. I also him. typically Bell and Eighty Third. He's also got the intersections. That you're just basically in Arizona now. Well, in between. This year and last year combined now, I've spent about nine, ten weeks. So it's a good amount of time. In fact, I was talking to some people in the clubhouse a few days ago. It actually is amazing for Padres staffers or even players, quite frankly, that have been with the team and the organization for a long time. And I suppose this really goes for every major league clubhouse staff, uh, players, What's amazing is that if you're there for a while, let's say you're at the same team for a decade, I mean, you will spend over a year of your life, two years, three years of your life, depending on how long you're with that team, in that team's spring training city. It's kind of amazing because yeah. you're there for yeah. a month at a time. If, if you are with a team long enough, you will spend a significant amount of time of your life in that team spring training facility. And I don't say that as a knock on Arizona. No, not at all. Peoria. I, it's just I enjoy it out here. It's a, it's beautiful. You got the mountains. You got the red rocks. Uh, it's great out here. But it is amazing because you're spending really a significant amount of time in a place that uh, is not maybe your home. So uh, it's interesting in that sense. But all good. Spring training continues. And everybody having a, a grand old time a grand old time indeed well the padres did just tie it up with the royals in the bottom of the seventh inning oh my goodness what a ball game two <laughs> two to two <laughs> did not expect for samuel to go in that direction but you're right because i was looking adam and i were talking before the show adam's here on the board and we were talking about how you Darvish was making his first start of the uh, spring training this year, and he needs to have a good one, and he needs to do well, things hold on, right. Hold on. And it's pretty hold much on. like he if he doesn't have a good one, he might as well just call it quits right now. No, Wait, I'm kidding, who Sam. said this? I'm kidding, okay, Sam. This was a I'm joke. kidding. I, when but I we, heard we need wanted, to have a good one, I said, what? We wanted to see him pitch well, and he did, but then I looked at the Royals lineup, and the Royals lineup has – not many, if any, major leaguers in it. I don't see the uh, Bobby Witt Jr. in there. I don't no. see well, they're, any of they're, those guys. Here's why. They're, they're split squad today, so mm. um, most of their major league position players will play at home in surprise. What's interesting, and I could not get an answer about this before the game, and I asked some Royals people, I don't know quite why Michael Waka wasn't pitching at home in surprise for split squad and he went on the road i, I don't know why maybe <laughs> that is a good question face, well i know there could be a lot of reasons maybe you wanted to face a, a better lineup it, there could be a lot of reasons so um yeah that was interesting because they're split squad today so you you would think that a starting pitcher 
kind of a bona fide starting pitcher in Waka would actually pitch at home, but it ended up being a really good Cactus League pitching matchup between Darvish <laughs> and Waka. But yeah, but to your point, uh, I saw a little bit of Darvish uh, on the webcast with uh, Jesse and Tony. And apparently he threw the ball well and went two scoreless innings. And apparently Jackson Merrill has made a couple of plays in center field today. So there were some headlines already from that game in Peoria between the Padres and the Royals. Well, let's start with those. Let's start with the headlines during the game. So you, Darvish, this year, I mean, where do you expect him to be in the rotation? What number in the rotation? Because right now, I guess it would be uh, Joe is supposed to be the first guy out. And then you maybe got you. But what do you think? Uh, it's one or two. I mean, take your pick. It's certainly top two. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. Because not that it really matters. I, I mean, think it for, does it, matter, though. Why does it matter, Matt Scraby? <laughs> Sam's got a little bit of a. He's got a little everybody bit of a fire the to same, him. Every, everybody pitches the, the same amount of starts. I think because healthy. of the extension that they signed him to, that they were expecting him to be a number one guy for at least a couple more okay. years, three I or mean, four more years. The, these are just arbitrary titles. I mean. You, whether he's one or two, it doesn't really matter. But I, I guess I understand what you're saying. Is he Not channeling to Tony parade. Gwynn Jr. and Chris Ello right Do you, now? Wait, hold on. Do you think I'm in a mood today? You definitely already? are in some sort of a mood. You've well, got a little I, bit I, of a tude. <laughs> you know what's funny? Here, I'm going to tell you what's funny. Yesterday, I was on the morning show, right? And Scraby, you know me, and I think our listeners at this point know me. I'm on enough. I'm a pretty upbeat happy guy Absolutely. i think i present that way i will tell you what i went on ben and woods yesterday morning and i had somebody i won't reveal who that somebody was tell me and it was not you it was not adam kluke it wasn't anybody who works for 97.3 the <laughs> panel say that i had somebody tell me they were watching the youtube stream and they were like yeah you 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 look like you you were kind of hitting the wall. You look like you you weren't too happy. <laughs> and it was interesting because it wasn't that I wasn't happy, but I certainly was as tired and sort of um, out of it as I've been at spring training, like I said earlier. So I don't know if some of that is carried into today. Maybe I'm just a little bit, you know, a little bit I don't bit think you look tired or anything. Like, I, I think it's kind of rude that someone would just be like, hey, bro, you're looking tired. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> kind of a strange thing for someone to say. Well, but... I, apo- I apologize for being feisty. Too, but let's get back to no, Darvish. Get, keep, I... keep being feisty, Sam. Okay. We need it. I don't think it it matters at the end at the end of the day whether it's uh, whether he's technically your opening day starter or not. I will say this, based on the fact that Joe's pitching before him right now, I would say that is potentially an indicator that if the Padres plan to use those two guys for the two games in Korea, which what I, I would assume they do that it would be Musgrove one Darvish two as far as those two games in Korea. Does that mean that it's going to necessarily be Musgrove on opening day at Petco Park? It, it doesn't. Um, but if you were telling me, if you were asking me, Scraby, right now, I would say Joe Musgrove is is probably your starting pitcher at Petco Park on, on, uh, on uh, March 28th. Now, you know, you never know because it's about what days they're on and, you know, how it all kind of shakes out. And there is this complication of going to Korea, but let's just focus on the Korea games right now. Look, it, it is lining up, you would assume, to be Musgrove and then Darvish, but one versus two, 
it's just it, it doesn't actually matter right the, the so, reason um, that i i think it matters to me at least is because okay. it, and it's not really anything with who's better it's not like that but last year you darvish didn't have really the greatest start to the season it was kind of funky because he went to the world baseball classic and then he kind of missed yeah. some starts here he had a little bit of a late start and it felt like he was trying to catch up all year and he never caught up so i'm hoping and through what I've learned over the years working on this show is that routine is everything. And so I'm hoping that you, Darvish, can start the year in a good rhythm and then just try to build on that throughout the year instead of trying to well, catch yeah, up I, all season. I agree with you, but what what does that have to do with whether he's quote-unquote your number one or your number two? Well, you know what, Sam? It really doesn't. <laughs> it really <laughs> doesn't. But I was uh, thinking that maybe you were going to say he was going to be three you, or four. Or you really like wanted that. me to go along with this I, conversation. I was really and hoping. And shut it down. You shut, it's okay to shut it down because, you know, I say a lot of crazy things, and I need that to happen. But it's, uh, it, it's going to be one of the – Biggest question, Sam. One or two? Musgrove okay. and Darvish. So I need you to go out there. Well, here and somebody, somebody in the chat made a good point, and they're absolutely right. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me find what was the comment. Oh, I see. Uh, it, yeah. Oh, here uh, we have. I don't know how to say the name of the comment. I don't either. One or two. <laughs> we need them both healthy and productive. And there's no doubt when it comes to Musgrove and Darvish, the health part of it is just absolutely. Um, incredibly important because they're both coming off injuries that ended their seasons. They are incredibly important to this rotation because of the question marks in it in the back end. And, and look, Michael King, I think to this point, has been incredibly impressive as a guy. His stuff, everything we've heard about him, uh, had a great interview this morning on Ben and Woods, and he's been super impressive. Um, but look, and I think Michael would, would admit this as well, until Michael King you know, puts together that full season. And, and, hey, to his credit, he's put out a number 180 innings, which is a lot of innings. It's doable if you stay healthy and you're effective, but it's a lot of innings. That's a tall yeah. order, and I yes. commend Michael for putting that number out there. Look, the reality is for as, you know, good as he may be and for as, you know, as much of an impression as he's made so far on me, Ben and Woods, Padres fans in general, if you've heard him talk so far, and we know this stuff is really good – the reality is is that he needs to answer that question still as to can he be a starting pitcher for an entire year. I mean, that's that's kind of the task at hand for him. It's the first opportunity. And by the way, it's no fault of his own. He's never been given the opportunity. He is being given the opportunity this year to go do that. And every Padre fan hopes he does it, you know, ex exceptionally well. Um, but... Look, he's, he's got to answer that this season. He has an opportunity to for the first time. So um, you hope he does. But, look, you have King and then you have, you know, not question marks at the back end, but we don't know who makes up the final two spots, at least in the early part of the season right now. So I say all that to say that is why Musgrove and Darvish are so important because yeah. they need to serve. This team desperately needs them to serve as the anchors as two guys veterans they can count on every five days to give them a quality start and fingers crossed stay healthy that is why they are so important so one or two doesn't matter health and effectiveness absolutely does
I can't wait to tell Tony and Chris or ask Tony and Chris that same question and see how they react to it. I, I this is uh, going to be a little Chris, social I would, experiment. I Chris would is going to tell Chris, me uh, he's going to be like, oh, this doesn't really even matter. I I feel like Chris will entertain it more with you. I think Tony may shut it down quicker. <laughs> well, I have an update. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe Tony will say, you know what? Inside a clubhouse, it does matter who gets that opening day start, and it may. It may, you know, I, I don't know. I haven't asked either of them about it. I would assume knowing Joe and you, I, it doesn't I think matter both of them, them would probably say would love it, but doesn't really matter. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I but, do, uh, I do, Sam, have an update on the game heading or right now okay, against the please. Royals, the Padres and the Royals. They scored four runs or five runs, I'm sorry, in the bottom of the seventh inning. The Padres did. They're up six to two now over the Royals in the top of the eighth. Oscar Mercado homered for the second time today. Oh, a today. second time? Wow. Yes, two-run shot, and uh, they just had him. a pretty hey. good inning there. So, Hey, I got, I got to tell you, um, you know, there's been a lot of focus on Jackson Merrill, rightfully so, and he's playing center field today, so that is very interesting. That is but very interesting. Cal Mitchell, yes. Cal Mitchell, a home run yesterday. Oscar Mercado, two home runs today. So, you know those, uh, you know those players they brought in that do have major league experience. And Mitchell and Mercado, last couple of days, they've done some nice things. And obviously, Mitchell has uh, local ties. Rancho Bernardo, high grad. So interesting. Look, there are opportunities abound, and if somebody like a Mitchell or a Mercado really impresses during spring training, I. I think there's a very real chance somebody like that could make this team. So, interesting. Mercado, two home runs today. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, all right, when we get back here on Gwyneth Chris, as I said, I'm Scraby. I'm filling in for the guys, and Sam Levitt is filling in for them as well. They'll be back later in the show, but we are going to talk about Jackson Merrill in center field. We may also hear from Michael King. He was on with the morning show, and then Matt Snyder of CBS Sports is going to join us at 2.40. I'm going to do my best not to ask him a uniform question because I feel like the uniforms have taken taking their 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 spot their 15 minutes of fame a little bit too far at this point so maybe i won't has anybody him. ever uh has anybody ever blocked you on twitter scraby um yes actually yeah why has someone blocked you oh you didn't hear that this morning with profar and ben and woods uh no but we're, i'm gonna figure this oh, out in the adam is so disappointed i saw uh, it in his eyes he's so disappointed. okay i gotta <laughs> maybe we'll revisit that okay we'll <laughs> revisit that but when we get back we'll talk uh briefly about jackson merrill and center field and then i'm gonna try to figure out what's going on with this jerks and profile block thing go twitter i'm assuming anyway that's up next on 97.3 the fan worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back here. Sorry. Back here in the Odyssey Palace, 97.3 The Fan. Sammy, Scraby, filling in for Gwen and Chris until they are ready to go. Tony is probably going to be in a great mood after this five-run bottom of the seventh for the Padres against the Royals in Peoria. But I just spent the entire break trying to, or, well, not trying to, finding out and listening to the story behind Jerks and Profar and Ben and Woods. And I have, so Sam posed the question before the break, have you ever been blocked by someone on Twitter? And the answer is yes, but I don't really know how many, but, you know, I'm sure there are people out there. But well, there's been a there's been a lot of viral content from uh, from the station the last 24 hours because there's been this jerks and profile clip that I think we're about to play. Yeah, and then also Sam Levitt Jr. I mean, yeah, what in the just world? Quality is happening? content from Peoria. I mean, that's on top of all the usual. So Scraby, start making some some quality I, viral content. Get on it. I, Do I something need crazy. To. I need to because you know what? There was just uh, we don't got anything going on in the afternoons with the viral content. <laughs> I need to get Chris to like maybe. Get an Android or something. That, Wait, before 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 I play this clip, did did you, uh, Tony and Chris, revisit my figure skating line from Friday? <laughs> we because did. one could ar- one could argue that I'm I'm providing viral content for your show. That is true. That is true. You have provided in several instances when you said wherever <laughs> Sammy goes, the champagne flows. Was born on this show. Also, that viral content. Yes, we did talk about it, and my first reaction was, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, Ty 10 went viral, didn't it? Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Fair. I've totally forgot about that, and it was like two weeks ago. Anyway, so uh, Jerks and Profar was with Ben and Woods, and apparently he had blocked them on Twitter like months ago. And so they confronted him about it, and that's awesome. And here's what Jerks and Profar had to say about it. All right, baby, elephant in the room. I got to ask, because we are big fans. Now, I don't know how much time you spend on social media, uh, Twitter X, they call it now, but we were noticing that you you blocked all of us. On Twitter. We can't see your tweets. Did we do something? Are we, do you remember this? Can we be I, I unblocked? Do you have someone running that account for you? If you say negativity, like, you better, block. We didn't. Ben and Woods, we didn't say anything about negative, you, man. Uh, negative, uh, negativity. No, we're very positive people. We're very positive right. people. Okay, in, okay, okay. <laughs> in the spirit of, of making peace, we brought you yeah. your very shirt, own Ben and Woods shirt. So if you would be nice. so kind. To unblock us, we would be very grateful. And we will never, we will never be negative again, ever. I promise. Okay? And we don't need negativity. Never, never. I like during the, the season. We I mean, only need positivity so, so we can win. Fans need to understand. Okay. Positive only. Hey, Padre fan, positivity. Positivity. Yes. And you guys feed off We of need them. you guys. I love that. And Jerks and Profar is absolutely 100% correct. This is why I don't like to crush people on social media when they have a bad game because – you know, players are just like us. They have feelings, and 
They get paid a ton of money, yes, but they also play better when people, you know, are cheering for them instead of booing now, them. Now, I do, I do believe, and, and by the way, I think Ben and Woods are, are positive. Yes, uh, I, I agree. And I agree. for the most part on social media, but I do believe there could have been an instance <laughs> where there was some negativity coming out of a Twitter account or two belonging to Ben and Woods. So, but, what, but what would they ever say about Jerickson Profar? Because I, I don't, I don't see it may, him. It may not have been about Profar. It may have been about Ooh, the Padres in general. Who knows? I get it. But hey, okay. Jerickson's not going to have it. He hey, doesn't want to see it. Fans, so. they're seeing your stuff out there to the point oh. where Jerickson is, yeah, let, is let blocking me, it. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes people think because these guys are a, exceptionally talented, B, in a lot of cases, make a lot of money, um, that they don't. They don't, like, operate like we operate. And in some cases, that may be a little true because um, they have a skill set that I think most of us don't have. But in a lot of ways, they're just people like yes. you and me and everybody listening, right? So they go on their phone and they look at social media and they look at what people post and they get tagged and things. And, yeah, if you, here's what I would say. If you tweet something, much like us on the radio, okay? If we say something, there's always a possibility that who you are talking about will hear what you say. Yes. That is something that is very, very real. Mm-hmm. You should you should treat social media the same. If you tweet something, you put something out, there's always a possibility that who you're talking about will see what you said. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is a reality. So, But I'm happy Jerickson and Ben and Woods... Well, worked he it out. He and, didn't necessarily uh, unblock them, so we we, we well, need to I, I don't check. know. Did they post? Did they post it? Do we know Adam if they've checked? I don't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So I'm gonna. Well, have Jerkson to, would have to, to go out. back to his phone and then actually like remember to do it. So I would feel like Paul needed to type he's in busy. Ben Woods on his ex account because I don't know that he's gonna just go right to it. All right. Well, the the uh, the effort is what counts, and it they does, got him a shirt. And Jerk, you know, Jerkson. I'm curious to see if he'll he'll wear that shirt around. I think he will. I stuff. Maybe them wearing it all the time. And if uh, that right. happens, if a Padre player is wearing a, wearing a Ben and Wood shirt for BP, I mean, well, they already had a manager wearing a Ben and Wood shirt in, in Miami, so <laughs> they should right. just Not add even to the, the Padres repertoire. manager. <laughs> yes, now they have a Padres guy. Um, all right, you mentioned it before the break, but Jackson Merrill is taking the Padres by storm. We knew this was going to happen, and I know that maybe I'm a little bit too early on my love for him because I think that he's he's going to be great for this team. Maybe not necessarily right out of the gate, but his attitude, just what we've seen already in spring training, and he's in center field today. So I was talking about this last night, and Azokar being really the only guy who's going to play in everyday center field, but... With him, Jackson Merrill, playing center field, it seems to me like Jackson Merrill is just going to play wherever they need him to. Uh, that That's in my mind. But do you think that they're going to commit him to a position? Because I do think that's important to give a younger guy a committed position that he can he could work on. It's a great question. Um, look, I think with each passing day, it's becoming more and more likely that Jackson Merrill is going to make this team out of spring training. Now, obviously, a lot can happen between now and going to Korea and then opening day at Petco Park, including the Padres making some moves. And, you know, it it almost gets lost in the shit because spring training is underway. And now we're talking about a lot of stuff. We're talking about all these young players. We're talking about what this roster may look like. But I, th- I still think a lot of us here would be 
surprised if there's not a move made uh, to bring mm. somebody in. And there may be, there may not be. But getting back to, to Jackson Merrill, that's a great question, Scraby, as to let, let's live in a world and assume that Jackson is on this team as an outfielder. That's a great question that I think, I don't know if it's it's the right time yet to ask it until we get a little bit closer to spring training being done. Yeah. But do the Padres envision him only playing left or only playing center, or would they be open to a scenario where he played left and center? Not at the same time, but day to day, was hope not. <laughs> wasn't 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 necessarily at one. I don't know the answer to that question. It would seem to me it could be easier for the Padres to to say, "Hey, you're going to be in left or you're going to be in center," and because you have very limited outfield experience, and let's be honest, you're really young and very limited uh, experience beyond Double A to begin with, uh, or at Double A, really. We want to make it as easy as possible and stick at one. I don't know how they feel about that because at the same time, this is an organization that right now appears very willing to have Jackson Merrill on this roster and at 20 years old with limited double-A experience appears ready to, to make him a big leaguer. Okay, So they may have trust in him to the point where they say, you know what, you may play left, you may play center. Okay, whatever we need on that day, however we want to put together our lineup, that's what, you know, you're going to do a little bit of both. It's possible, um, and certainly they are in spring training here. They are doing their due diligence. I mean, we, we heard about it at this point a few days to a week ago from Mike Schilt when he was asked about the possibility of Jackson playing center field, and he didn't shut it down at all, right? Yeah. Um, so we knew this was coming at some point. So we'll see, but... I think a lot of things are on the table right now. You know, if you would have asked, you know, asked me during the winter, you know, is it possible that Jackson Merrill makes this team out of spring training as an outfielder? I probably say I don't think that's going to happen because A, he's so young, the limited experience, and the fact that he's not an outfielder right now, and the idea that I think a lot of us thought there would be some other names brought in here. To this point, it hasn't happened. So, you're now in a scenario where, you know, you are moving Jackson Merrill along, I think, maybe a little bit faster than you would have had um, there been a move or two made in the outfield at this point. And I'm not saying that's like a bad thing to move him along. If they feel like he's ready, look, it could end up being a genius move on the part of the San Diego Padres to say, we, we don't care about the limited experience. We don't care about 20 years old. He's ready. And when you're ready, you're ready. They've done it before. Okay, Fernando Tatis Jr., a little bit of a different situation and more experienced, but another guy who came to spring training, they decided he was ready, and they never looked back. It does happen, and it could happen successfully, and you certainly hope it does if if that if that's what, what ends up happening. So I know that's like kind of long-winded to your point of center field no, or left field. It's okay. It's okay. But, um, you know, look, I, I think if there's one thing that's been very clear the last – couple of weeks it's that they are very serious about Jackson Merrill making this team and potentially about other young position players who do not have major league experience making this team I think everything right now is on the table and it has to be because look at the roster I mean and I'm not saying that in a in even a negative way right now that that's 
you know, unless you're going to, we talked about Mercado and Mitchell and Bryce Johnson's another guy who, um, who you could consider. But right now, those are the guys who are getting the reps during spring training. There aren't a ton of other names you're looking at because these are the guys that are, that are in the mix right now. So, um, yeah, it's a fascinating question, Scraby. I think it's a really good question. Thank of, you. Do they, do they, would they rather have Jackson commit to one spot or would they be open to him if he can do both? Left and center, playing a little bit of both. I think it's an excellent question, Scraby, and I haven't heard anybody ask it. So wow. that's uh, on my to-do list. Okay. All right. Thank you for boosting my confidence. The Padres uh, won the game. Uh, I, I'm just going to call this person. Yes, it was. I'm just going to call this person Boogie. But Boogie said the Hold Padres W. We are back. But Boogie also said bullpen imploding. Literally the comment before that. How so we were, we're in full fandom right now. Oh, because they gave up a run in the ninth inning. Let's see who was pitching. Um, I don't think it was anybody. Let's see. Padres let's see. going down to the bottom. Tommy Nance. Oh yes, Tommy was Nance was pitching. Um, <laughs> Tom, poor Tommy Nance. <laughs> We're talking about Tommy Nance for, in the wrong reasons here. Tom Cosgrove picked up the win. Scoreless inning for Adrian Morahone. Alec Jacob, a scoreless inning. You Darvish, two scoreless. Robert Suarez gave up a run on a hit, walk, and a strikeout. So uh, Padres got a 6-3 win. Woo! Tell you this, when when was first pitch in this game? First pitch was at 12-10. 1-11. Or 1-10. So one, it was a 1-10 start. So this game was over in like 2-20. Sam's mad that he missed out on the quick, quick game. <laughs> He's a, no, just I, don't, I don't care about All that. All right, we got to go to break uh, because Matt Snyder's now on Tony, the Tony, side. Tony's got to get on. He's got no excuse now. He's got no excuse. So we'll get Tony on at some point. Chris will be on at some point. We're talking to Matt Snyder, CBS Sports <laughs> Next on 97.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Back here, Gwen and Chris, Sammy Levitt, Matt Scraby, Sammy in the camera, loving the music. Matt Snyder is on the phone. We'll get to him in just one second. Chris and Tony will be back here later in the show. But you know what? I think we, we, we don't need to waste any time. We need to bring on our guy. CBS Sports' Matt Snyder is joining us here on Gwen and Chris. Matt, how is your spring training going so far? Uh, very good. Um, I'm, I'm actually not traveling this year, so yeah. less fun th- than most years, but um, perfectly fine. Uh, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't feel like we've had a major injury yet, so that's always good. That's the biggest thing for me is like Gavin Lux, I think, happened pretty early in spring training last year when he tore his ACL. And I remember Reese Hoskins toward the end, like, we don't, we don't need any of that. Uh, no. Just get through spring with as few in- injuries as possible and hopefully no major ones. Were you a, a Florida spring training guy or were you an Arizona no. spring training guy? 
No, Arizona is – I would rather be there anyway, but my dad <laughs> lives in Mesa, so I can just stay there, um, which always helps on the travel cost anyway. So kind of a double whammy there. There you go. There you go. Uh, we're talking to Matt Snyder of CBS Sports, and Matt, I guess Jackson Merrill is going to be the hot – prospect that we're going to be talking about for the Padres here and it might not even be prospect anymore because he might I would think that he's has a good shot of making the the um, opening day roster is what I'm trying to say but I know that you've had some thoughts on Jackson Merrill um, do you think it's safe to think that he's going to have an impact on this team in 2024 I, I don't know about safe for this year in particular, I mean, we're, we're talking about someone who hasn't been above double A before. And there are guys who can jump from double A straight to the majors and thrive right away. I mean, Juan Soto is one who comes to mind. He completely skipped triple A. He hadn't even played that many games at double A and he was amazing right away, but he, he's Juan freaking Soto. So it's <laughs> sometimes you'd like to see a little bit in triple A, but you know, let's say he starts the season in triple A and he tears it up there then I think you can say, yeah, he's definitely going to have an impact this year. But you never know if there's a slow start in AAA. You don't want to rush him. Especially looking at – it's still a relatively crowded, you know, Padres roster. Especially – I know he's played other spots very minimally. But he's mostly a shortstop. And you've got Kim at shortstop, who he just moves Andrew Bogarts for – I kind of feel like if Kim got hurt, they would put Bogarts back at shortstop. Or have they hmm. said otherwise? Sorry if I've missed that. No, 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 no. Okay. It's a, yeah, that Xander might be Bogarts a move that they second. made early in the season just so they didn't rush Merrill to the bigs. But I, I do think we'll see him this year. I just don't know how early and how big of an impact. Because, you know, sometimes guys get brought up and they struggle initially. I mean, and, and that's not an insult. I mean, even Mike Trout struggled mm-hmm. his first time around in the majors. So it's a big ask to say you've only played – I mean, it wasn't even a full season in Double A, was it? It's a uh, forty-six games in Double A. Yeah, that's a big ask hmm. to say only forty-six games in Double A, straight to the majors. Don't struggle and stick. That's a that's a big that's a tall ask. Matt, uh, it it brings me to this question. Uh, obviously, right now Jackson Merrill's in left field. Uh, last handful of games and today started in center, and, and part of that obviously is because the Padres have a necessity out there uh, yeah. and that's part of the reason they've moved him out there so uh, beyond Merrill and obviously there are still free agents out there guys like Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery and we, we certainly understand that Matt Chapman but a lot of other options out there too as, as far as outfield options um, do you get the sense that the Padres are, are done adding or yeah. could it be a scenario where, where still there is a, a move or two to be made it, it really feels like they're done, and I think it's because they're kind of tapped out payroll-wise, right? I mean, it's you're always going to say, if somebody's there, we'll add somebody at the right price. I just feel like the right price right now is just nothing, basically. So, yeah, I think they're done. I would be shocked if it was one of the bigger names. Um, and even once you get down to the non-roster invite types, it's hard to say that there's that many guys still out there who could actually help them. So I think they're probably done, at least in terms of moves that would move the needle there. And my apologies on Merrill playing outfield in spring training. Uh, I was not on the up and up on that. It's hard to follow 30 teams with where guys played in spring. I just know he's hardly played there in the minor so far. Mm. Um, So, yeah, sorry about that. But it makes sense, right, because of the way the roster is. You need help in the outfield more than the infield. So it absolutely makes sense. 
Talking to Matt Snyder of CBS Sports here on 97.3 The Fan. And uh, what we saw earlier today, well, Fernando Tatis Jr. has been a big part of this spring training. What do you think that he is going to, how much do you think, how much better do you think he's going to be prepared coming out of a full spring training into a full season rather than starting late and joining the team after suspension? Because I personally believe that he's going to have an MVP type year. Yes, I totally agree. I was just about to say that. Um it's funny. I was all excited to name him like my sleeper for MVP. And then I look and he's like the fourth highest favorite. So like, I think there's a lot of people thinking that, but look, this is a guy before the injury and suspension riddled 2022, who was an MVP caliber player. And probably the only reason he hadn't won one yet is because he hadn't played a full season because of injuries. Uh, he basically played like an MVP from the start yeah. in his career. And he's 25 years old. And he, he had a slow start last year after he came off that suspension. And that was after a full season off and recovering from multiple major injuries and the suspension where there's going to be rust anyway. And he still ended up putting up good numbers by the end of the year. I think he's going to be on an absolute rampage this year. Honestly, like what Acuna did last year, not off the board for what Tatis wow. could do this year. I think he could have a similar type season. Love that. Matt Snyder joining us, CBSSports.com. Matt, let's get off the Padres uh, for a second. Let's let's talk about more generally what's going on in, in Oakland and obviously the idea of uh, Major League Baseball expansion. It, it continues to be something that's uh, uh, talked about a lot, whether it be Nashville, obviously Las Vegas, what's going on in Oakland. What, what's your general takeaway? I know uh, up in Oakland they had that fan fest over the weekend, looked like there were 15,000, 20,000 people there. <laughs> What what's your take on uh, what's going on in Oakland, uh, the move to Las Vegas, and and how this all continues to play out? And I and I suppose the idea of expansion as well. Yeah. Um, so okay, uh, a couple of years ago, Man, Rob Manfred was asked about expansion, and the first thing he said was, "We have to get the situations settled with the A's and right. the Rays and their ballparks." It looked like those are getting settled. It looks like the Rays are going to get their ballpark probably on the Tampa side, uh, or no, wait, it was St. Petersburg, right? Yeah, uh, whatever. They always change their plan. <laughs> it looks like the Rays, are, it looks like it's going to come to fruition, that they're finally going to, I believe their lease with the Trops is up in 2027. So by 2028, it looks like they'll have a new home built there. Um, the A's, I still think that they eventually end up in Vegas. I know that there's been some kind of speed bumps here in the last few weeks, and the A's are dragging their feet. Go figure that the ownership group and front office are bad at something, right? <laughs> um, I I think eventually they get to Vegas in that Tropicana site, although they still have, like I said, they've got some hoops to jump through, but I think that's what's going to happen eventually. And once that's settled, we are in the longest period of baseball where there hasn't been expansion in the history of Major League Baseball. So you can untap new regions, you, you know, I, the Rays and Marlins probably aren't the best examples, but if you look at the type of fan base that they've built in Colorado with the Rockies, and I know it's not the greatest franchise, but their attendance figures are great. Their local TV ratings are great. Yeah. This is a franchise that is never going to have to threaten to move because it's such a good fan base. And to a lesser extent, Arizona Diamondbacks, it's a good franchise. Now, they want money for public financing for their ballpark and all that, so we mentioned maybe having to move. But their attendance is never, has never been dregs or anything. The only time it dropped below $2 million in a season was the last three years after 2020. But it's going to be back up now that they went to the World Series. It's a good franchise. You're looking for roots someplace like that. 
Maybe yeah. it's Portland, Oregon. Maybe it's Salt Lake City. Maybe mm. it's Nashville. Maybe it's Charlotte. Maybe it's the more Raleigh-Durham area than Charlotte. I, I, I think there are places where it could stick. Um, and hopefully they do a better job than, like, the, the two Florida franchises. But I, I really think that they will. Um, maybe early 2030s or so. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a little bit further out than I thought, but you know, one day. Well, gonna... they have to get they have to get the A's and the Rays settled. That's true. That's true. And the A's, as we've talked about, we don't really know what's going to happen with them. We're talking to Matt Snyder of CBSSports.com here on Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Sticking with Rob Manfred, we heard from him last week saying that he's going to step down, but he's going to do it in five years. I wasn't really yeah. sure why he <laughs> announced it so early because now. To me, anything that he says is kind of going to fall on, you know, I'm not going to hear it because he's not going to be there. But what do you think his legacy is going to be as the Major League Baseball commissioner? Um, it is funny, but I guess he already kind of does what he wants anyway, or basically what the owners want anyway, in <laughs> yes. addition to what he wants. Um, he doesn't really listen to, to the, a lot of the fan, the hardcore fans. He doesn't definitely doesn't listen to the players. Um it's complicated because I'm of the opinion that no professional sports commissioner is ever going to be popular. Everything that's wrong, the fans are always going to complain that it's wrong and it's his fault or her fault, hopefully in the near future. Um, Everything that goes right. Well, that doesn't have anything to do with the commissioner. Honestly, I think a lot of these rule changes, he's done a good job at trying to reach non-baseball fans and bring in non-baseball fans or bring back lapsed fans. Um, hmm. the problem is it makes diehard fans mad. Stuff like the pitch clock when he says the games need to be faster. That's because most people who don't watch baseball say the game's too slow and it takes too long. He's not going to diehard fans and saying, well, I know you guys want to get the game over with faster, so I'm going to do this. No, a lot of the diehard fans push back on that. But he's trying to bring in new fans and grow the game, and he's been trying to bring, grow the game internationally. Um, we could argue how successful he's been about anything. But um, it is, and I've written columns that have been critical of, of him in the past. And actually, a couple of weeks ago, I made fun of him for <laughs> some comments he made on the TV deals. But I think he's been a net positive for the game. I, I really do. Mm-hmm. Net positive. A lot of negatives, but more positives, just in terms of trying to make the game more streamlined and better for the younger generation of fans or bringing back lapsed fans who th- th- thought the game was too slow and wasn't fast enough. Um, you know, and again, you're going to get diehard fans who get mad at him and say, I don't want a pitch clock. I don't need bigger bases, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, they're still watching. They're not going anywhere anyway. It's kind of like a, a restaurant who only has, you know, 20 regulars or so. <laughs> and you, you don't drive the regulars away, but you try to bring in new people so you can make the money. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what he does. All right, that, that was a good breakdown, uh, Sam. I don't know if you, I, we, I texted you. I'm not sure if you got, if you have any more questions before I let Matt Snyder go. <laughs> uh, let's finish up with this, Matt. Right now, and obviously, free uh, agent still out there, and we'll see who, who ultimately is playing center and left field and makes up the final two rotation spots for the Padres. But Matt, what are your realistic expectations for the Padres right now in 2024, based on what you know? Well, it's it's funny because you could totally paint a positive picture and say, look at the team last year. There was disarray. Tatis was out for a month. Uh, oh, and by the way, they went nine and twenty-three and one run games and two and twelve and extra innings. They forgot how to hit situationally so many times. So everything has to get better there, right? So if you looked at a team and it was the exact same roster, you'd say, man, they're 
six, seven games better than that at least, and they won 82, so maybe they might be close to a 91 team. But then you turn around and say, oh, and by the way, uh, Juan Soto, Blake Snell, and Josh Hader are out the door, though. So kind of evens it out. I I feel like maybe it's around an 82-83 win team this year, but if, if you have breaks, which last year they did not have any breaks, you can get more breaks and get to 85, 86 yeah. wins. And if that happens, a team like the Diamondbacks showed, you can make the World Series then. So yeah. they do need breaks to get back to being a playoff team. But I don't think they're that far away. If All you right. just said in a vacuum, 82 wins and they lost three stars, then you'd be like, oh, man, they're going to suck this year. I don't <laughs> think that's the case. I think there were a lot of reasons to believe that they were going to be better. Well, we like to hear that, Matt Snyder. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll catch up with you here as the season comes uh, closer. Thanks, Matt. Okay, take care. That was Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Always appreciate Matt Snyder on the show. Um, when we, we are headed to break here in just a second, but when we get back, Sam, we are going to talk about a tweet that I just saw mentioning Blake Snell and a National League West team. And see, you know, it's not what I wanted to read. It's not the Padres. They are not involved on Blake Snell. But I, oh, yeah. I, I, I keep getting people in the DMs and, and during the Scraby show saying that the they should just throw the $30 million of Blake Snell. Throw $30 million. Well, why, well, why is Blake Snell commenting on Padres' Instagram post then? We can Aha. also talk about that. The plot but I could thickens. Just, I, could, I could argue that he's just commenting on his friend. He's just happy for his Being a friend. supportive friend. Yes, but we'll tell you about How the wholesome. Blake, <laughs> Blake Snell rumors when we get back here on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 